Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mark and Al proudly brings to you the internet overlords of the world, the B to the G161, Dave the Rave that your girlfriend craves, the Wolf Pack Players. And if you're not down with that, then we got four awards for you. This is Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome to episode 81 of Marking Out, fan-voted best professional wrestling podcast out there. Damn right. You can find past episodes as well as some t-shirts on our website, markingout.com, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash markingout, and I'm pretty sure many of you already know twitter.com slash markingout. We, uh, we live tweet Raw, SmackDown, Impacts, pay-per-views, Bobos. Well, maybe not Bobos, but... uh eh, I'll tweet during that. But <laughs> anything you could think of dealing with wrestling, we'll cover it. Uh, we are... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's like... <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> nah, see, I didn't really think it was funny. I was just... Uh, you just threw it in I was throwing, yeah, I was throwing you the bone. Of course... <laughs> Please, never throw me the bone. <laughs> of course, we are your hosts. I am Brandon Brandon, Dr. Brandon Sandow, Armando Galarraga... Whatever you'd like to call me. Ginger Mahal. Sure. B to the G is just fine with me. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Hold on, Brandon. How are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. And as you heard, I'm also here with Dave. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm ready to record this duo podcast. And uh, let's kick it off. We'll pack players. Yeah, Aru, right? Yeah. So, uh... Alright, so let's get right into it. We had SummerSlam this past weekend. Uh, how did the predictions go? The predictions were great, except for the fact that I tied, and we didn't predict Kane versus Daniel Bryan. I picked Daniel Bryan in my head just now, so I'm giving myself the win over somebody and Dave. Yes, and how'd I do? You did four. You got four out of all of them, correct? I had all five. Right. I'll take it. So I'll take the sixth. SummerSlam actually started off with that little pre-show they had, Antonio Cesaro versus Santino Marella for the U.S. Championship. You know, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get to watch that match, but we were out getting pizza, so it's all cool. Yeah, pizza and beer. Can't go wrong with that duo. Yeah, except if you don't drink beer or eat pizza. But yeah, then again, true. I guess you'd be on American if you don't eat pizza. Yeah, I said so. Um, but yeah, Antonio Cesaro got the W, and I think it's kind of funny because you predict had a wild prediction with this entire scenario. Uh, scenario. I did. I mean, I, I wanted him to. I mean, I didn't really necessarily want him to win at SummerSlam because it's a pre-show. I'd rather have him win it on the air. Yeah. But I, I said I would like to for him to win the the United States Championship and turn it into the European Championship because that's so European. But it's, it's very possible, too, because now when he's doing his opening to the matches, him and Exana is... What are they saying? They're saying stuff in every different... Are they saying champion in yeah, five different it, languages or different something? Different languages, so... You know what? Who knows? Hopefully it does happen, but... It, Cesaro, would, it would be very cool. Yeah, but Cesaro did get the W. We're very happy to see that. Then right away, they went right into Ziggler versus Jericho. 
Yeah, that that match. I mean, that match should speak for itself. Probably match of the night. I would say so. I don't know. I thought I liked the end where uh, Ziggler hit the zigzag, then Jericho missed with. Uh, hit the zigzag after Jericho missed uh, the line salt and picked up the uh, win. No, that's not what happened. That was on Raw. <laughs> but, this, but the finishes, but the finishes were pretty similar. Jericho, after he hit the zigzag, kicked out of that and then hit him with the walls of Jericho. What I didn't like. People are saying online where Chris Jericho was doing the whole ten count on the top, the top rope, the the punches, and Ziggler, Jericho went for a harakarana or whatever. It looked like a harakarana he was going for because we haven't seen a move that that they actually hit. Uh-huh. I think it could have been just a sunset oh, flip type of I think move. I know what you're talking about, where it looked a little bit awkward. Yeah, I think you t- you, you even yeah, mentioned... Yeah, where it looked like... Who did the... Who did the Jericho, Jericho, Jericho did the move. Ziggler hooked his legs yeah, and he flipped it, over. It looked like a sunset flip type of thing. It, well, it looked like it was supposed to be a Huracurana, or it looked like he was supposed to catch him in the air, and instead of holding his balance, he may have went over through with the move. I yeah, mean, that's I what it looked like to me. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying it looked dangerous. I think it. It definitely looked dangerous. I mean, top turnbuckle. See, when you're but going I, down to that me, way. that I didn't think it looked so dangerous. I think it just looked like a normal move that flowed incredibly well. I didn't think it flowed well. There was no sunset. It wasn't really a sunset flip. It was, it was just a flip, though. I don't know. It wasn't really a flip, and it was just kind of like he hooked it, and it just looked. It looked awkward and dangerous. I don't know. To me, it all looked awkward and dangerous. But then after that, you went into another dangerous match with uh, Kane. Any match is dangerous with him. He's yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah, he is a he's a big red machine. Yeah, it's just like other people I know. Went <laughs> up against yeah. Daniel Bryan. Daniel yeah. Bryan picked up the big W over him. Yeah. Yeah, catching that tombstone to a roll-up. Dreaded roll-up. You know who else got a dreaded roll-up, right? Fruit by the foot. Nope, Kelly Kelly. What does that mean? That's her finisher. It's not her finisher. Her finisher isn't a... Roll up. You're trying to, up. yeah, okay, hilarious. Then after that, we went into the Miz versus Rey Mysterio for the Intercontinental uh, Championship. I felt like this match was pretty slow. I, I mean, I thought it was necessarily. It didn't have to necessarily be slow, but they paced it out that way. I didn't think it was I, a bad match at all. I, I know. I feel like it started off way too slow, and then when it started to pick up at the right moment, that's when it ended. Could it just? It could it be because you were listening to Juan's mustache the whole time, or he doesn't have a mustache, dude. He shaves. Remember? No, but I I, <laughs> I understand that. But to me, no. to me, Juan is just a mustache. No, I, I don't think that played a factor. I just felt like I couldn't get into the match until the very end, and then when I finally got into it, the match was over. Oh well, that's unfortunate. Ah, no, what can I say? You but, know what? What? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. One ending of the match that I didn't like was the ending to Sheamus and Del Rio. That ending fucked up. Could, could we say it was not... I mean, was it a screw job? Um, I say it was a screw job. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I understand where they're coming from when they do those kind of finishes, but it, it doesn't... You don't, you don't have to do those. It, I mean... Mm, yes, I do agree with you. Who's that? I don't know. George, are you kidding me? George. Yeah, that's the from Star Trek. Star Trek? Oh, it's Takai. Oh, yeah, whatever. George Takai? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't like the ending with the photo on the rope and everything like that. I, was, I think I think it fits perfectly to their feuds, though. It, it does, but Sheamus is doing a lot of heel, like, heel techniques to get wins and to 
get underneath Del Rio's skin. And a lot of people are comparing. I believe you. I mean, you you had you tweeted something, and a bunch of people tweeted back comparing him to Eddie Guerrero. I didn't see that for for lying, stealing, and cheating. I, yeah, because I was saying how it's very PG of Sheamus to beat up cops, do this, this, and this, steal cars. Right, and then one person tweeted to us, in particular, I don't know, mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. This, I mean, it, it's, it's fitting. It's very fitting, but I don't know. I feel like it's too too different. I mean, I can't really see Sheamus being but, billed. But as, plus, as, also as a PG, as the PG era, it's it's kind of surprising seeing such a face go over in such a way. Yeah, but I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't not wasn't he a he was a face. Yeah, but not, I mean, not it was to a, say it was, it was a, the Attitude Era. Yeah, as but what, to PG. what what made the Attitude Era Attitude? Pretty much everything Stone Cold did, all the storylines that went on, and the characters and gimmicks that you had going on. Yeah, but the characters and gimmicks, they, they I think they could have stayed from if if you had if you had Hulk Hogan in the Attitude Era, which was a question sent in. Yes, it's actually a question sent in by F Dom Dialio Seven. If Hulk Hogan never went to WCW and stayed with WWE, how different would the WWE be today? Second part of the question. Would he? Would we ever had the Attitude Era? And to answer that question, me personally, I think the Attitude Era was happening regardless because, oh, I said it once, <laughs> I think it would have happened because ECW was there evolving and WCW, WCW was still there. I don't think they necessarily needed the NWO to be as over as they were. Well, they still had kind of an ad. I don't want to say they had their own attitude era, but they did have similar. Tried to go similar routes with pushing the boundaries and everything like that with the wild matches that they had at times, and it was just like yeah, WCW at, at times was pretty crazy itself. But do you think that? But the first half of the question: Do you think the WWE would be different today if he if Hogan stuck around? It would be. It would be different in the sense that. There wouldn't be this huge return of Hulkamania when it when it came back when he came back there because WCW was filled with the NWO it was it was occupying I, WCW. I think a lot of people wouldn't have been getting wouldn't be getting the chances that they have now if it wasn't Hogan going over there because with Hogan going over there that brought NWO and NWO you had a lot of wrestlers coming in and with those wrestlers coming in that kind of branched them out to be larger than what they really were. I yeah, don't know. I mean, honestly, it could have been Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania instead of Hogan versus Rock, and who knows what would have happened. Who knows if The Rock could have existed. Well, we did see Hogan versus Rock. Yeah, we saw Hogan versus Rock, but it, that match in itself, because WCW was just coming... It was That yeah. was to like 2002 or whatever. Uh-huh. It could have been the Rock versus. I mean, it that, could have been. That was Hulk. heavy, heavy Rock during that match. No, they I were split. It was split. It was split. for some reason. I don't remember being so split. No, I think it was split. But it could have know. that match could have been Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan or something. Where That's Hulk, true. Where Hulk Hogan was still red, white, and blue, running wild. Undertaker could have been a monster heel. Who, who knows? We're Not just, me. 
We're just pro wrestling fans, whatever the catchphrase is. There. We're just three fans. We're just three fans that watch pro wrestling and talk a podcast, but we. Well, right now we're just two that, fans, but yeah, that we side sidetracked very much off into. Unfortunately, one of these fans did not like the tag team match that happened on the uh, event, the pl- primetime players versus Kofi and Truth. You know, I'm pretty sure if all three saw it, they wouldn't. They would have agreed. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that match. I thought it was. I don't know. Primetime players are just. They look sloppy in the ring at times. And this match just showed me how sloppy they truly were. I think as of now, they're just kind of floating around. I feel like without AW, without that mic, without that manager, they're going to end up falling down. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna be re- they have to be replaced by the Usos or somebody like that that deserves it a lot more. Yeah. And so, I, I, I just don't, I kind of see them going to a stalemate and then fading out, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see them stay put, but... I don't think that they have the wrestling abilities right now. I mean, they almost killed uh, Yoshitatsu in the ring, which led to Goldust being fired. You know, I think, and that's a topic I think is kind of, I don't, I don't, I didn't really see them. I, I, I watched that clip like yesterday, yeah. actually, over and over and over again. And I don't see it. I don't see how they almost like kill him. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently everyone who teams up with, with uh, primetime players. Oh. Get uh, yeah. <laughs> get the boot. AW Goldust, yeah. Yeah. What can you do, right? Yeah. Nothing we can do about it. And there's nothing we can do about that. Last that, well, the second to last match, Big Show versus CM Punk versus John Cena for the WWE Championship Triple Threat match. I was not a fan. What the fuck happened at the end of that Triple Threat match? Seriously, why is Big <laughs> Show still allowed to compete in that match? He what happened was CM Punk had his submission on Big Show. Then John Cena decided, oh, look at Big Show. He's weak and vulnerable. I'm going to jump right on him. And he jumped right on him. And he and Big Show started tapping out. Big Show tapped out. What? Who won? Who won? Well, you know. And then, well, AJ well, came yeah, out. AJ came, AJ came out. out. She wanted. Yeah, and you, your gripe is why was Big Show allowed to still compete? I mean, compete I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind that it went to sudden death. But it should have been just strictly John Cena versus CM Punk. I saw somebody wrote to us saying that... Oh, no. Not somebody wrote to us. Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, dumbass. How confused that. Yeah, that dumbass. She wrote about how she thinks that John Cena, after SummerSlam, John Cena should be champion. Um, I'm sorry. Did he win the match? No. Two people had one person tap out. You can't say, you know what? We're going to just give you the title because Khloe Kardashian likes you. I mean, it, that was the case. I don't think. I don't think that match should have, should have continued at all. Why? What do you think should have happened? Double winners. I mean, it's for the championship. Have we had multi? Yeah, we had. Well, for Intercontinental, we've had Y2J in China. Yeah. Um, that could have been a whole angle in itself. It could have been. It could have extended into this entire. Uh, what is it? Um, What's the next one coming up? Night of Champions. Night of Champions. And speaking of extends, if you need... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about our extends. Our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, right, all of our sponsors. Um, yeah, but I wasn't a fan of it. I don't know, what yeah. can you do? I was a fan of the main... I guess the main event. Honestly, this was a match... This was a match that did not need to happen. It happened. It was over with. I, I forgot to mention that concert. Yeah, Kevin, man, you don't need Kevin to. And Except Kevin the Divas, they were looking Rudolph? pretty nice. Uh, half of them didn't know how to dance, but it was good to see Rosa back on television. Yeah, it was, it was good it? to see her back. 
Yeah, after everything that she went through. Yeah, it's happy to see her back on television. Yeah, well, regardless, second time. I don't think uh, Brock Lesnar versus Triple H needed to happen. I think the whole build-up with Brock Lesnar was... I don't... I don't know. I don't... I'm going to start cursing. I don't want to. I don't know. I thought the end was... Like, I was I was a fan of the match. I didn't mind it. I liked the fact how Lesnar took off his gloves. He was just like, all right, we're going to fucking duke it out. Yeah, that, and I, like, had, I had said as soon as he took off his gloves, I was like, uh-oh. He became a pro wrestler. Brock, Brock's turning into a pro wrestler. But he still but, kept the mouth guard in. He did. I was surprised at that. I thought that he was going to spit that out or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of the end. I mean, I, I, I was a fan of the end, the finish of the match, where Triple H went for the pedigree. And then, as he went in to pin Lesnar, Lesnar whipped on the Kimura lock. And yeah. Triple H started tapping. And then he broke, right? Yeah. yeah. He broke Triple H's arm. I don't know. He didn't break it. I think just Triple H tapped. No, they... they no, like, I don't think he broke it. They, they the said whole, on... What? They said on WWE.com that it was broken. They're pathetic. They really they are. Said, they said that his I arm was you. broken. Yeah, I know you guys are listening to this. Don't do that. Come on. Yeah, we see that you follow us on occasion. We see that you put us on your website and you like to copy all of our tweets on WWE Universe. Come on. Yeah, well... Yeah, but he broke he broke his arm. And I just... The selling of it's awful. The way that he breaks his arm is, is just... Un, it's unbelievable. It doesn't even look like it's being broken. It's not. And, and then... You well, can't fake a broken not. arm. Like, Sid Vicious didn't fake a broken leg. You know what? Just Triple H. Be, be a trooper. Just break your yeah, fucking arm. Yeah, just break your arm, bro. It'll be good TV. Just yeah. break your fucking arm, dude. You tore a quad for us. Yeah, you are. Jeez, and wow. you asked last show if you cursed yeah, a lot. Yeah, I guess. And I, I said, yes, show, you didn't believe me. I guess this show, I'm really... Uh, <laughs> You're taking over for somebody? Yeah, seriously. I gotta do double trouble. Double um, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the end of the match, and then Triple H... How how long can you stay in that ring for? Yeah, listen, I'm after after everything was said and done, I was okay with the match. I thought it was a good match. Yeah. I thought they sold very well. Besides the broken arm. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> how how do you sell a broken arm that's not broken? But the whole ending was not necessary. They, they wanted like a HBK like send off. Or something like that. Like, because tri like, Triple H was crying. Yeah, Who knows if and it... he was apologizing. Yeah, what are you apologizing for? You lost break. a match. Like, relax, bro. Jeez. Like, grow a beard. Are you kidding me? You probably even have a beard, and I just don't care to notice because you're Triple H. Still of a JJ. Are you serious? Who are you, Oprah Winfrey? Not you, Triple H. No, I'm saying, though. Who uses Why? that term? Why, Oprah says JJ? That's her term. If you find a clip of Oprah <laughs> That's saying her VJJ, term. I will laugh my ass off. Oprah made the term VJJ. No. Yeah. No way. She was my VJJ. Serious? Yeah, and then it was eating clam chowder. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was kind I didn't go for some <laughs> clam chowder. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, Triple H's send-off, I don't think that part was necessary at all. I thought that somebody was getting... Somebody had that's to what, that's, or... Yeah, that's... We were all like... I mean, we you had all, like 10 minutes left in the show. Yeah, we were all on the edge of our seats. Is CM Punk going to run out? Because Juan, I'll give him credit, he had said that CM Punk likes, he had said it himself, like he wants to be the last, he wants to be spoken about last. So it would have been the perfect opportunity for CM Punk to run out and just... Hell, even have Lesnar come back out and just cripple them, cripple Triple H. Cripple, triple, cripple, triple. Cripple, triple. Yeah. And just, just... Mess him up and then have him carried out or something. 
I mean, it's better than what he did. Yeah, I mean... I don't know, apparently it's leading to the bigger, the bigger scheme of things, or whatever you want to say. Um, but it did lead into Monday Night Raw with Lesnar and Heyman opening up the show. Yeah, speaking of Lesnar and Heyman opening the shows, where do we put that? The good, the bad? Um, I'm, I don't mind it. I always like Heyman on the mic. I mean, to have Scott Armstrong, the referee at the time that made the call come out, I saw as pointless. Yeah, that was, I mean, what they were doing, I mean, they were just congratulating him. Or not, not congratulating, thanking him. Yeah, basically. it was more like Lesnar being like, dude, you made the good call. Good job. Good job. I'm Which not going to eat it your was, baby. Good job. That was also pointless. I just think the whole Triple H, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, even though Paul Heyman could stay as far as he wants to, as much as he wants to, I just think Brock Lesnar, Triple H is just pointless. There's no need to mention it again. I don't need to see another match of them. I've seen it already. Put Lesnar up against other people. I mean, I don't want to see Triple H go against anybody else, really. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's some people I would well, like to yeah, see Triple some H people, wrestle. But I guess maybe just not Lesnar right now. But for the most part, I don't want to see Triple H wrestle anymore. I know. How about how about that tag team match? Well, the six-man tag with Kofi, uh, Kofi, R-Truth, and Sakara versus O'Neal, Young, Rhodes. I thought that was... Horrible. It yeah, was, that definitely took, goes under our bad. I think they took like three commercial breaks in that match. And it felt, it was like a pay-per-view length match. And it wasn't pay-per-view quality. Yeah, I thought it was good for the fact that Sinkara and... Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, I guess we could say now is going to be having a little feud. Maybe we're going to see like a I mask mean, mask versus hair match well, or we, something like because that. Because last week I think we were talking about how uh, Sinkara went over Tensai. And then he also had his little thing with Rhodes on SmackDown where Rhodes was going after his mask. We didn't know where Kara was going to be going. Another, a good thing. Another. Uh, yeah, hilarious. How did I know you were going to say that? Yeah. <laughs> you were going to say that too. Another good thing about that match was the lighting was on. Am I correct? Yeah. Sin Cara didn't it's have the lighting on. I didn't see the lighting on. Well, I mean, just like in WWE 12. The lighting doesn't go on if you're in a if he's in a tag team match or something. It has to be a singles match. Well, I mean, we have seen in the past. Have we? Yeah, when we went to, I think it was Raw or SmackDown. He he, he was a three man throughout uh, a six man tag and they had the lights. But that was last know. year. I've had a few concussions in my life. I don't remember too well. Yeah. No, no, it's not like that. Then you go into Ryback versus Mike Spinner and Andy. Who are the hell those guys <laughs> His name was just Andy? Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Oh. I, I don't know. He may have had a last name, but then I probably said, I don't really care. Ryback's going to hurt you. Yeah. I thought this this goes under our good. I think that was a, a good match for the simple fact that it, it brought back... Jinder Mahal. Yeah, way to finish my... Hey, that's what I'm here for, buddy. No, you're supposed to say sentence. Oh, no. <laughs> way to finish my... Hey, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, but... Jinder <laughs> Mahal, the interference, and he goes for the camel clutch on Ryback, but Ryback gets out of it, and Jinder Mahal hightails it out of there. I think that this is very good. It shows that Jinder Mahal is strong. He does have the potential. And it shows I mean, that it also shows that Ryback's vulnerable. Exactly. Vulnerable. I mean, he almost, he came close to getting locking on that camel clutch. What happens if he locked that on? It would be would he be Ryback be tapping? Could we see Ryback tap? Uh, or maybe I don't know. Who knows. I was going to say maybe there won't be a, a distinct winner, but this is leading somewhere. It's got it. But also, also uh, I have to, oh, no, yes. I have to no, just no, say, yes. say it. Go ahead, say stop it. Stop sending in comments about Rob Van Dam because... Yeah, it's, come on, guys. We know 
It's not the same thing as RBD. It just so happens that it's the same guy that made RBD's singlets that's making Ryback. And stop saying Goldberg. It's not even... It's not Goldberg, guys. Is Ryback, is Ryback even Jewish? I don't I don't know. What kind of last name is Ryback? Jeez. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I never heard that be Bar Mitzvah before. <laughs> and, uh... I don't know. Ryback, will you please come up over here and uh, do your half Torah? I don't yeah, even know. I don't know. Yeah, no, you got it. I've thought it, but still, come on. Right back. Let's get on. All right. Then, unfortunately, we go on to the re a really bad thing. Randy Orton was in action, and he actually got a W over Alberto Del Rio. Which does nothing for either of them. I mean, yeah, Sheamus dis gets the distraction, helping like the feud with Del Rio progress, but still, why? Why are you going to put Del Rio, who is such a top guy... Up against Orton, that's not even involved with the feud, and let him lose. I mean, there were rumors about having Orton be involved with this and have a triple threat, uh, three-way wise, but it makes no sense. Randy Orton's going to be filming what, twelve rounds or some shit like that? Uh, he's filming some movie 12, coming up soon. Twelve. It's the. Mer I don't know. I don't know. He's filming. It is a, 12 is rounds, it a sequel to twelve rounds. I think so. John Triton. I don't know. That I was the Marine. I don't know. I thought the uh, Marine was a good movie. I thought twelve rounds was a good movie. I just don't like Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton. I thought the movie that Randy Orton starred, quote-unquote, in was good, except for the fact Randy Orton was just dumb. It was dumb casting for Randy um, Orton to play a I, father. I, I, could always, I could already see that. We're barely going with... Like, we have right now all the goods, bads, and middles written down. We could just say the main like, bad is Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean... We're saying know, this week after week, WWE, you listen to us, well, but know. you don't listen to us on that. HBK... HBK, yeah. For his money okay, yeah, pants. that was also horrible. The crowd, I don't know if they the shut crowd, crowd sound off. Yeah, the crowd was not happy about this. But they were completely dead, and it was pointless. I felt like it was a roast without the humor. I feel like I feel like the word of the day today is pointless because that was a pointless segment. Ah! Yeah, hilarious. Thank Pee Wee you. Herman. Yeah. Well, I mean, I probably didn't have to tell people to say that, but. Regardless, oh fuck, that's my <laughs> first curse, by the way. Yeah, okay. It was, and Shawn Michaels, like, what was the point? Just to say, oh, my friend might retire. I, I thought it was more to say, oh, my friend fought for you guys. He's hurt. He's a fighter. You don't have to be down on yourself. But hey, I'm still your friend. Coming from the guy who lost his smile. Uh, yeah. Uh, get, get out of here, uh, HBK. If you're gonna get on the TV screen doing that, come on, you're better than that. You know more. You know more than Triple H when it comes to doing that stuff. Don't do it. Yeah, if you want to be on our television screen, then you better damn well be wearing jeans, a beige blazer, a red shirt, and a cowboy hat, and call yourself the commissioner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we did have a good after that, though. We had Damian Sandow versus Brodus Clay, which should have happened on the SummerSlam instead of some dumbass concert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I completely agree with you. We even picked we even picked winners for that match yeah. for the pay-per-view because we thought it was going to be on the pay-per-view, but it wasn't on the pay-per-view. I was surprised that it got caught. I mean... I, I mean, time constraints, whatever. They, I, I think they it's could have BS. Time constraints even have... That Triple H ending could have got I was, cut. I like, was just gonna say, even with Kevin Rudolph's concert, they still could have had they they still could have fit that in there with taking that minutes off of Triple H's match. No. That was like I said, pointless. I don't know. We also got the David Otunga versus Big Show with Whoopie Doo. I mean, is this <laughs> middle good bad? I don't give a shit. It is what it is. 
is Big Show having a squash match against Otunga. Well, the, the whole reason why Otunga got put in the match was because he... Talking he, smack. Well, he didn't talk smack. He just mentioned the word crazy to AJ Lee, so... I thought it was because he shaved. Yeah, what was that? Like, you look really weird. Yeah, you gotta grow that back. Then we go into Zack Ryder and Kane versus Daniel Bryan and Miz, which went to a no contest, which should have been a countout. Yeah. Because uh, Miz and Daniel Bryan left, so... Oh, well, no. Zack Ryder ended up getting choke slammed. This is so dumb. Or Tombstone. Why are you going to put Kane and Zack Ryder together? I mean, yes, it was the odd it, couples and yeah, stuff I mean, like that. Yeah, Daniel but, Bryan and Miz also had history. But still, they never finished it. I mean, hopefully they'll finish it at some point. The only way to get Zack Ryder back to where he was, or even higher, is to have him go over Kane. Yeah. And that's the best way to get him back into that scene, get him back into a good feud, get him back with Kane. Unfortunately, I think Kane right now is kind of floating more towards a face. Hell, I well, I don't see him as a face. I see him as a, a tweener. What is it, a tweener? Yeah. I, I see him <laughs> as a tweener. I don't think that he's anything. I especially after choke slamming Zack Ryder. I mean, he's a Zack Ryder's an uber face. I'd say. I, I mean, wouldn't say uber. Face, a lot but... of fucking people like him, but yeah. I oh, I'm cursing a lot. <laughs> I don't know. My apologies if you have virgin ears, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this. I thought that. I don't know. I thought it could have been better. But Zack Ryder took the, the beating from Kane, as did Kurt Hawkins a few weeks ago on the 1,000th episode of Raw. Speaking of the 1,000th episode, 1,000th, 1,000th episode, all right, so 1,000th, I can't say <laughs> you say it. Let's hear you say it. 1,000th episode of, of Raw. Of War, yeah. <laughs> S&D. Hey, at least I got through the first part. Chris Jericho and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, what an awesome match. AJ Lee put him in a contract versus contract match. Money in the Bank versus being employed by WWE. And I I particularly... Brian Kendrick would love to be in that match. He would have loved that. Yeah, he would have. That was yeah. a great input, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, who are you, Chris? No, oh, <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. I don't, there's no reason to shit on Chris. <laughs> there's no reason to shit yeah. on Chris. <laughs> no, trust me, there's tons All of All right, but... So, but I thought that, like I said, at the SummerSlam, how it confused the finish a little bit. It was the same exact finish minus the walls of Jericho with Jericho getting the win. It was the uh, lion salt, knees up, zigzag. And, I mean, I'm a fan of it, but it was kind of, the ending was kind of like a repeat of last night, which I wasn't a fan of. Yeah. Well, I had said that I wanted Chris Jericho to make an impact on the 1004th episode of Monday Night Raw. And this is, I guess, his send-off from WWE for now. And personally, I don't know how you feel. I'm going to I'm gonna miss this Chris Jericho as of now because at, but pre-suspension, he was, he was in shape and whatnot, but I just wasn't digging the heel character. Pre-suspension? Yeah, he was suspended. Like he, he was suspended for stepping on the flag or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was a heel back then. All right. He was a heel. So he and he came back face. I, I I agree with you, but I still I'm still curious at who that woman was during that promo, and they've never finished. Right? <laughs> You're still on that? Hell yeah, I'm still on that. <laughs> I do not forget. What does that save us two 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 or was that another I don't know. Time? I, I think that it would be cool if he. Came, how is he going to come back now? Are they going to do something similar? I mean, how many times could this guy return and then it'd be so such a huge thing? <laughs> maybe like, he'll maybe he'll clothesline the. Olympic torch. But you know, runner. you know who had the 
I think the best Raw once one thousandth and fourth episode <laughs> of Raw. Um, I think it was Caitlyn. Yeah, Caitlyn had the best show. Huge, huge win in the Divas Battle Royal. Number one contenders. It confused me a little bit that Beth Phoenix and Kelly Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Were also advertised for the match. It came out later that Beth Phoenix had a family emergency, and Kelly Kelly was just wasn't Kelly Kelly in it. No. You sure? People on Twitter were like, oh, she got eliminated during the commercial break. But yeah, the, I think I she saw She was her. not. There was 100% Kelly Kelly was not in that match. There's no way. I thought it and was if, Eve. And if I am, then I you could... I thought it was Eve, Kelly Kelly, Caitlyn, Oksana, Natalia, uh, Fox, Tamina, and Rosa. That's eight people. Yeah. What, what, it was it supposed to be a 10-person battle royal? No, they never, there's never any routine to w, the, the Diva battle royals. Never. They just say... You know what, women? Let's put on a show. Get on out there, shake that ass, and somebody get thrown over. I really, man, eh, whatever. I really didn't think. I don't know if Kelly Kelly was in it. I'll look after. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's always kind of a mess with those matches. Yeah. I feel like there's no reason to have so many battle royals. Just have a number one contenders match or a triple threat match for the number one contender. Why throw in all these extra people? I mean, honestly, they could even do, yeah, like Oksana. Is she really going to... Yeah, why is Oksana being thrown in? Why is... Although, I mean, I could understand now with Ro- Antonio Cesaro. thrown in? I mean, but there's no point to throw in every single woman that you have on that roster. Well, with Antonio Cesaro winning the United States Championship, maybe they wanted to do a little power couple type of thing there. But I, build I don't up really to it. Don't right, start with Right, this. I don't really I mean, see that happening. But what they could do is a six-woman six tag. Where, like, the, the last two that were fighting each other could, like, oh, I was number one contender, I was number one contender, like, some cat fight type of thing. And, like, Battle Royals, again. <laughs> and Battle Royals. Pointless. <laughs> Alright, and then you, we ended the night with CM Punk kicking the shit out of Jerry Lawler. I was happy about this. Why I you, thought... Are you saying Jerry Lawler had anal, huh? bleed, anal bleeding? Is that what you're saying? No. He kicked the shit out of Jerry Lawler. Oh. No, but Jerry Lawler bumped him. He shoulder blocked him. I mean, I thought that was uncalled for. I don't yeah. know. No, I, I wasn't a fan of it. I I thought that the John Cena coming out, that entire stuff could have been shortened. You could have had another match or done something else to improve another storyline. I didn't think it made any sense for him to come out here and be like, hey, if you want me to say that, then blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. I thought the best part of the ending of Raw was after the fact, and CM Punk tweeted saying he did it for Andy Kaufman. That I did like. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That I thought was awesome. Yeah. I actually found this funny, uh, what is it, this funny picture of Andy Kaufman wearing a CM Punk shirt. It's pretty funny. Nice, know, nice photo. If I didn't there. say that it was funny yet. Yeah. 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 And that's pretty much WWE. But it's time for the outside WWE news, outside of the ring. What about WWE 13? Ha-ha. Yes, huge announcement. The day before SummerSlam, Saturday, THQ held an event at SummerSlam Access with Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, Lillian Lillian Garcia, Garcia, CM CM Punk Punk. in the ring at SummerSlam Access, like I said, to reveal WWE 13's roster. It's something I look forward to every year. Um, not necessarily the whole roster reveal because back in the day when we didn't have internet, I liked getting games and be like, holy crap, this yeah, person's in it. Yeah. yeah. 
It takes like, away the shock factor. Like, I didn't know Paul Bearer and Head were in WWF Attitude. <laughs> they weren't. That, like, yeah. that, that wasn't... I mean, it's not like I like that, that that they were in it, but... No, not... I mean, Head's not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? Some like to get it, some like to give it. Some like to play with it. I mean, what can you do? <laughs> I mean... But yeah, they had... They announced a lot of people with the Attitude Era. They had... Who did they have? British Bulldog, Big Boss Man, Cody Rhodes, Bret Hart, Booker T, Farouk. Epico, Primo, like they had a big yeah, roster. Great, Epico and Primo. Talking about the Attitude Era. Yeah, right. Well, I'm, I'm going all over the place. I like, I like the simple roster. fact. First of all, where were Big Boss Man's gloves? I didn't even know. I have to notice, being being that I like these roster reveals. Another thing was, I don't know if it was necessary for Triple H to be there three different times as Hunter Hearst Hemsley. I mean, yeah. Triple H from DX. I, I really, really, really hope that's that, all on the same thing. Yeah, and I, I mean, at least the attitude to attitude era uh, attires. I, I agree. I think that's with the everything. Like even with the what is it, two Christians? Well, that they have to do differently because it's they, they're different models. They have to do. They're but I mean, different, they're different do, entrances. Well, I mean, they have different models for Triple H. I mean, look at the blue blood, blue blood one. Right. I mean, that's pre steroids. I mean, I, I noticed the difference. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. So who are you happy that's in the game this year? Honestly, I can't wait to have Ken Shamrock versus X Pac and Shane McMahon, or something, some sort of match between them three. Yeah, that should be cool. I'm happy that like Karma is still in it. Yeah, that was uh, that was very yeah, surprised Karma, that Karma was, was still in it. I was shocked it. about that. Jinder Mahal, I'm happy he made the game. Um, Nation of Domination, I'm happy to see should be in it. I mean, they have Farouk. And uh, Mark Henry, I think that they will have the Nation of Domination gear. Well, um, Mark Henry does have the Nation gear. Yeah, so hopefully... He just Farouk, doesn't have his right music. I don't know. But I, I think Farouk probably... He has to have it as an entire... And then so does Godfather's in the game, too. That was and, that was also cool. He came out with the hose. Yeah, he comes out with two hose. And hopefully they have Kama Mustafa as another attire of his. I think you're, you're reaching for the stars. Hey, I'm allowed to reach. I'm allowed to reach. Um, British Bulldog, I'm happy to see you in it. I kind of wish British Bulldog had his 99 attire. Maybe he will in the jeans, but I, I understand I thought that's what he had on. No, no, he had the, uh, from 97 with the Heart Foundation. Okay. Because the whole thing is it's from 97 to 98, I guess, or right oh, before gotcha. 99. Yeah, it's gotcha. for, for that portion of the Attitude Era. All right. I Who do you think is missing from the game? Who should be in it? Who should have been in it? Honestly... Tyson Kidd, Natalia, for as for current. I mean the Usos and Hawkins and Rex, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen them all. Maybe there'll be downloadable content. We don't know. I can't see Rex being in too much. Well, you never know. You never really. You never really never know. You never know. Right? For the Attitude Era, I really. I'm Goldust. Oh yeah, Goldust didn't make it. William Regal. Regal's not in it. No. Shut the. Front door. And honestly, Steve Blackman, I would have liked to have played. All right, well, you got your picks. I got my drives. I'm actually upset that Test is not in the game. I would have loved to have played as Test. I, I honestly, think, I love Test. I mean, he. I think he he played a large part of that Attitude Era. Yeah. He was involved with that Ministry of Darkness. He was involved with the Corporation. He was involved with uh, Stephanie Triple H. Yeah, that that entire thing. The McMahon Hemsley Era. Yeah, Helmsley, he's a, I mean. He had a large part, so I was surprised he's not in it. Uh, Crash Holly, I wanted to see in it. I, mean, I also I wanted to see Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly. 
hardcore I could have done without, but more Crash just because of what he's done for the hardcore championship and everything. It, just based off the fact that they have St. Valentine's Day Massacre in the game. Yeah. Which is mind-boggling to me. They have that. I, I think they saw. I saw a Deadly Games too. Yeah, Survivor Series yeah. Deadly Games. That's so that Survivor cool. Series '98. Um, I wanted to see Kaintai in the game too. That would have like been Taku cool. Like Shinuku and uh, yeah. Shio Fanaki. Show. Show Shio. I say Shio. It, it, but it's Show. It's S H O. All right, Dick Togo. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's WWE 13. We can't wait for it to be released. It should be released October 31st in America. Uh, I think November 1st in the UK and November 2nd elsewhere? Who knows? Regardless. I don't. Australia, I think. Third I think. Time. November 2nd in really? Australia. Gonna, or, are you serious? They I, know where it is. Yeah? They'll know. They'll or know. November 1st uh, in Australia <laughs> and November 2nd. I UK. also, I don't like that that Mike Tyson's music is DX's music from 2006. Why? What are you making? It, it should have been the, the, the one that he had where it was what DX's music... Where there was rapping in it. Oh. Yeah. It should have been whatever, though. I just hope a lot of these Attitude Era guys have Minitrons, for those of you who know what Minitrons are. That would be really cool. Well, yeah. we went through a little, some of the outside the ring news, but what about the news that was released two days ago about Tyler Rex? Yesterday. Yesterday. Well, two days ago. For those of you who yeah. are listening, today is, is Thursday. Yeah, unfortunately, so. we're reviewing, doing this before Impact, so. We can't review Impact. Um, but I'm sure many of you guys will like that. Yeah. I mean, not much we could do about that. But, yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Tyler Rex. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Rex. Rex. Apparently, Rex, as for his release, it was given his release so he could spend time with his uh, newborn baby and his wife. Yeah. Very admirable. You got to give this guy credit. I mean, straight up, the guy's leaving... Such a job with so many opportunities to take care of his family. But it's also tough to say whether or not he was able to um, provide for his family by being on the road all the time. It's very difficult. So, how do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's... Oh, good input, buddy. Yeah, well, way to not let me fucking talk. (laughs) (laughs) Two, I think, or three curses right now. But, no, I think I really do respect someone... Like Tyler Rex for just giving it all up. Yeah. And just like Lint. He gave it all up. I thought you said just like Lint. I was like, who's, who's Lint? Yeah, belly button Lint. <laughs> yeah. All right. So MT, MTL uh, Mont- uh, Broski, MTL Broski wrote to us saying, what do we think this means for Hawkins? For Hawkins. So what do you think this mean for, means for Hawkins? I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. I honestly, it could. He wanted to make a Stephen Hawkins joke, but he's not going with it now. But it was a typo. But Hawkins, I think sky's the limit for Kurt Hawkins. He's a great talent. We've seen it. Great attitude. Era? No, he no, has I'm a great kidding. attitude backstage and whatnot. So he wants to be there. Yeah, and he's a wrestling fan. He loves pro wrestling. So he he could be literally put anywhere. He could be teamed he, up. What? Teamed up. Keep it going. He could be teamed up with Trent Beretta. He's coming back soon. They were the dude busters in, the, in FCW. Yeah, I can't wait for him to come back. I mean, what do you think about doing a feud with Ryder? They've teased it in the past where uh, Hawkins has appeared on ZTLIS in the past, kind of trashing, talk, uh, trash-talking Ryder here and there. And, but then they also teased a re, uh, them being re, uh, reunited at one point, where Hawkins, I think, helped out Ryder. It was a while ago. Something like that, yeah. So they, they teased both, a feud and a 
them getting back together and they never went through or pursued it. Whatever they want to do, if they want to put Zack Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins, it'll make, it, I won't say it may, it'll make money, but it'll make the fans happy. Yeah, fans want to see it. They'll put on incredible matches. Oh, without a doubt. They know each other. They've been tag team partners for the longest of, the longest time. Since what, like 2003? Three? Three-ish, maybe? 2003? I'm not, I'm not too sure. At but, NYWC, but 2002? Do, but they do know each other very well. They know each other's moves. I think it would be a great match. I think it's about time we uh, take a little break. Unfortunately, we do not have a musical interlude this week. If you are interested in having us play your music, if you're in a band, if you're a solo artist, if you're a rapper, hell, if you're a poet and you don't even know it, just email us anything that you want us to play on the air. Email it to markingout1 at gmail.com. We'll be happy to uh, play it as a musical interlude. We'll let all of our audience know about your upcoming uh, shows, anything you got going on. So you may want to get on that for the easy uh, publicity. Um, but we're going to go for a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about WWNXT, PWI 500. This little uh, shindig is by uh, B to the G over here. Let me, let me just give you some backstory on this. It was, the year was 2007. I, I feel like I should be like up against like a, the fire right now. Just yeah. listening to you roasting marshmallows. Yeah, no. Okay. Regardless, fourth time, I think. The year was 2007. <laughs> Um, I used to, telemarketers used to call my house very, very often and I would fuck with them. I'll give a, I'll I'll give a curse to that. And this one, this woman, yeah, hilarious. This woman called, (laughs) called our house and she, I kept her on the phone for 14 minutes. Then I finally got done. I was tired of it. So I got her to hang up. And she called back, and this is what you're hearing. It's golden. Shower. On Marking Out. Hello? Yeah, hello? Hello, this is Amber. Hi. Hello? from French Wireless. Yes? Yeah, I was speaking to you, right, about a cell phone? No, this is Amber. Okay, so with whom I was speaking to before? Um, I don't know. What do I look like, an encyclopedia? Okay, well, let me tell you, my name is Shelly, and I'm calling you on behalf of Sprint Wireless, and your telephone number has been selected to receive a beautiful camera cell phone, alright? Um, I'm really waiting on a phone call from my boyfriend, Johnny. So, I can't have these phone calls clogging my, um, my lines. Because it's Amber, and Johnny is like the most popular guy in school, and he's so, so hot. And he, I heard he's going to ask me out to the winter dance. Maybe I was talking to your boyfriend. Uh, no, Johnny's supposed to call me. And I'm home alone right now. Uh, I don't, I mean, Johnny's supposed to really call me, and if I miss this call, um, he probably will never speak to me again. Oh, that won't be possible. He will definitely speak to you. Are you sure? Because I'm Amber. Yeah, I'm giving you a cell phone, okay? Because in this, if you give your cell phone 
Well, I already have a cell phone. So you can give the cell phone to your boyfriend, right? Johnny has a cell phone too. No, I like when he gives me stuff. I'm Amber. And Johnny is not my boyfriend. He's supposed to call me and ask me out. My friend Olivia told me. I'm getting confused. Olivia, she's my best friend. She told me that Johnny's interested in me and that he's going to um, ask me to the winter dance. Because it's like 8 plus 1 and 7 and 10 Do you understand me? Sorry? It's like 8 plus 1 and we have 9 and Do you understand me? It's Amber and Johnny's supposed to call me and Olivia told me that Johnny likes me and Johnny doesn't like me. I don't know if I don't know. And if I miss the phone call then Johnny will not like me anymore. Oh great, you speak so fast. So, I mean, I don't want to miss the call. Because I need Johnny in my life. Yeah, I mean, I... A life without Johnny is like a life without living. He's your best friend? No, I don't even know him yet. But Olivia told me that Johnny's really hot and Johnny's really cute. And he was asking me out to the winter dance. And I can't miss this phone call because I haven't had a date in three years. Oh, that was I. Who was called you? No, no. Johnny has to call me. No, Johnny. Johnny has to call me. I have no idea who you are. You just call me and... <sighs> You're interrupting. Johnny has to call me. If Johnny, if I miss the call from Johnny, then Johnny's never going to talk to me again. And we're back on Marking Out. I do hope you enjoyed that phone call. I got a good laugh out of it. I know it brings back memories from, from high school or whatever. Amber... Can you do that impression, please? Uh, hello, it's Amber. That, that's a character I used to do in uh, in high school. But uh, anyway, back to professional, professional wrestling. Professional, <laughs> yes, back to pro professional wrestling. Yeah. Uh, let's get right into it. NXT. We didn't cover it last week, but right now they're going through the Gold Gold Rush tournament and for the NXT championship. Their tournament is winding down. It's getting to be. We're going to find out who the final two competing for this championship title are. We know who it is. It's Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal. They are going at it one-on-one. -on -one. Munching each other's faces off. Yes, next week. They are going <laughs> to munch each other's faces off. I'm going to eat your lunch. I'm going to eat. Nah, whatever. But before we get into that, last week we had a lot of good matches. We had a tag team match that I always wanted to see, and I know a lot of other people did. The Usos going up against the, uh, the Ascension. I thought this match was great. You had some of the best tag team action going on, and unfortunately it's on NXT. Yeah, I don't understand, WWE, why don't you recognize your talent? Why don't you recognize the fact that you uh, that you have contracts for the Usos on television? You could use them. Why not recognize the fact of greatness? Even the Ascension, they're ready to be brought up as a tag team. I love how when they double-team in the corner, they'll double-team the hell out of the first one. And then they'll high-five that Eiffel Tower, and then they'll get back to the double-teaming. No, but seriously, they, they have a little... Um, and I don't know, what is it called? Stable. Rotating. What's Ro the rotating? Rotating cuff. 
Rotating cars. No, <laughs> rotating ships. Rotating ships. Rotating ships. Like, doors. Rotating rotating doors. like when you go to yes, when you go to a hotel, how they have the rotating doors and everything, they kind of do that when it comes to in the corner. One person will be doing mud hole stomps. The other guy will tag in. He'll get in and start doing his own mud hole stomps. The other guy will walk around to the turnbuckle. Keep going and going and going and going. Which is exactly what tag team wrestling should be about. Hell NXT, yes. NXT definitely has this correct. Oh, yes. I mean, and then this week we saw Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel go against uh, Johnny Curtis and Michael McGillicuddy. That was a great match, too. I really... I, although, I know Tyson Kidd slipped on the top rope. I don't... I, I didn't even notice it. He was doing... He was going for the... The moonsault. He was um, facing straight and then went to do like the, oh. the BME type uh, of thing. Yeah, yeah, And he fell off of it. So, oh. but, I, I, I but, he, really. but they recovered it very quickly and it was, it didn't, um, it was. I, I, I like both of these tag teams. You got the high flyers with uh, Kid and Gabriel. And then you have like the dirty guys that are just, I don't know. How would you describe uh, Curtis and uh, McGillicuddy? Because they are a tag team now. They have been tag team. They've been teaming up for a little bit now. Yeah, I mean. They are. They're a great team. Like tech, technical and I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Not too yeah. technical, but I don't know how to describe it. But and that's even. I was gonna even say that maybe Kurt Hawkins could even tag up with Joe, Joe Hennig, Michael McGillicuddy. Well, I don't know, but Tyson Kidd and Gabriel got it. They even have a double team finisher now, as it, it looks like. Oh, yeah, where the, it the, looks. The, it's the like the Buster plus the well, Buster the, and Blockbuster. It's kind of like the what move is it? Heart Foundation. A heart attack, heart was attack? it? Heart attack? Tyson Kidd it, yeah, sets him up like that. It's kind of like a heart attack, but with the blockbuster from the turnbuckle. Right. Um, I think it's really it's innovative, and it's really cool. And for, for those of you who don't know what a blockbuster is, Buff Bagwell's David's favorite wrestler. Yes. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm a fan of Buff Bagwell. He did the Buff blockbuster. We're all fans of his. Not, not sure if he invented the blockbuster or not. I don't know, but the last uh, NXT, Brandon actually marked that a little bit. I know Hell he first yeah. did too, but for uh, Scotty Tuhani. Hell yeah. Scott, uh, Heath Slater, obviously, is doing his Legends routine, just calling out people. But see, that's what doesn't, storyline-wise, doesn't make sense, because one day you have him doing this, the next day... I mean, yes, they filmed it way before, weeks ago. Yeah. But... But yeah, he was doing his routine, and Scotty Tuhati came out and accepted his challenge. He looked great in the ring. I'm surprised he's not in WWE 13. Yeah, I was surprised that any of the two cool members didn't make it. But you know what? There's, there's always, always DLC. There's always downloadable content. Which we'll so. see Damian Sandow in. Turn it up. Turn banging it up. It, banging it. Banging it. I don't know. Like, like we said, I don't understand why the worm is such a... It's so over. It's like Seriously. the cobra. You will never. I, it's funny. As a kid, I never noticed what the hell was really happening. You'll, you'll never. Like, you'll never understand. It's, it's nothing. It's so bad. <laughs> it's, How did he used to pin people with that? <laughs> it's W O R M. I, I, I don't Douche. get it. But Douche. we we also Douche. saw Vader's son in action this week. Yeah, which is Jake, something I would like to talk about. Jake Carter, which is Vader's son, took on Cassius Ono, and it was back and forth. I think. Jake is doing moves like his dad would do. Uh huh. Like he's punching, doing corner punches and everything like Vader would do, but he doesn't have the same size as Vader. No, Vader's a big dude. Vader's, I'll say he's fat. Yeah, for those that don't, Jake Carter's more. Um, Jake's, he's more in shape. More of a Michael McGillicuddy look. Yeah, which is in shape. Yeah. Um, and I just these, some of these moves that he's doing are he's like he's even selling them like his father. It's it's really weird because if you could compare Vader side by side with his son, you'll see, you'll see that they're doing I the who same. Trained him. 
Why? Who, who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, Cassius Ono ended up winning with the Dream Killer, which is the Rolling Elbow. And Cassius Ono is making a huge statement for himself. He's climbing up that. He's grabbing the what is it? The brass ring. The brass knuckles. Yeah, he's grabbing them. Yeah. He's making his way up the ladder. Um, we also had Byron. This week we had Byron Saxon conduct an interview with the two finalists, Jinder Mahal and uh, Tyler Black. And Ooh. yeah, <laughs> what I said, Tyler Black. Oh fuck, uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, not Tyler Black. Well, yes, yes Tyler, Tyler Black, Black not Tyler but not Black. Tyler Black. Yes. Um, yeah, but he conducted an interview. The interview did not go as well as he planned it because they ended up brawling, which, as you, you could expect, was going to happen. But next week, NXT Finals will happen. I cannot wait. I think. Um, I think this is great for Jinder Mahal, but I think Seth Rollins is going to take it. Yeah, well, I still can't comment because I read spoilers. I that's the thing. I avo- I avoided all spoilers for NXT. So. Well, I didn't. I didn't necessarily see the spoilers. So somebody, somebody tweeted it. Oh, you also have Leo Karuga going into a new gimmick. Kind of, he was interviewed last week backstage, and it, he was more psychotic on the edge, crazy. I don't know. It was kind of bizarre. Like Brian Pillman. Yeah, I wouldn't go with that. That's more uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Dean Ambrose, who's we haven't seen on NXT, who would have been a perfect fit to come out after Triple H. Oh man, that would have been awesome. It made no sense. It was pointless. Everything WWE, was pointless. Listen to us, bringing Dean Ambrose by now. I mean, come on now, let's do it. You had you had him set up with Foley perfectly around WrestleMania. You had everything going into it, and then you didn't do anything with it. What was the point of even having him? Have his interaction with Mick Foley on Twitter or in front of that hotel if you weren't going to do anything with it. Come on. WrestleMania was a fun time for us. We weren't around when Mick Foley was there with Dean Ambrose. If we were, I would have, I would have had it all on camera. I would have stopped this. I would have taken my sock off, turned it sideways, and stuck it in Dave's mouth. I would have bit his finger. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah, I would. And it wouldn't have mattered because my fingers are as strong as a rock. For, for the fat, for the <laughs> for the uh, fat kid. Okay, I understand. <laughs> fat kid. <laughs> I said for the fat, but I didn't really mean. For yeah, the but fat. you said fat, but screw you. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, that's pretty much NXT. We're gonna be posting everything on Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash marking out. Go check them out. Go watch them. We're gonna be posting a lot of things uh, during SummerSlam. I posted a ton of some of the best matches. If you that if you haven't seen, you have to go watch. Speaking um, of YouTube, also just go watch our videos. Uh, I'm trying to put a video, a new video of ours up on the internet. YouTube is not working with me on this one. Yeah, they're saying that some things were copyrighted. Or I don't know. I have no clue. Even though nothing was copyrighted. Yeah, and um, also, you know, I'll say it right on now. Their end. I'll say it right now too. On Twitter, I have a freaking imposter on there. I'm not going to give out the the address. Oh, can I? Can I? No, no. I'm not giving out the but address. Because of G, come on. But listen to this. I, I I write to Twitter, telling them about this whole thing, and you know what they tell me? They they send me an email, telling me I need to fax a copy of my state ID and proof that I'm the B to the G. Like, how am I supposed to <laughs> prove that? Like, it's point. Like, it's that's pointless. Funny. It's, are you kidding me, Twitter? You know, I hope this person keeps it up. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get American out and B to the G verified. Yeah, and who of knows? course Chris's account, a Chris blue check. Yeah, maybe we get everybody verified. 
I think a lot of people these days are verified who shouldn't be verified, but... Yeah, Khloe Kardashian? Come no, Khloe Kardashian, she should be. All the Kardashians should be. I support the Kardashians. You guys are hot. What about Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner hot? doesn't. Bruce Jenner doesn't have a Twitter, but Bruce Jenner is my, my dude. He's my dude. He looks like. He looks weird. He looks. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like. It's the surgeries awkward. he's had. Yeah. Botox like, and everything. One, one too many, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. About that now. What about PWI five hundred? The PWI list. Did the list come of, out yet? The list did come out yet. It came out yet. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. Did it, it didn't hit newsstands yet, but it will very soon. Number one is... Topping off the list, you have well, CM... Let's, oh, all right. right. Yeah, no, number one is CM Punk, obviously. He deserves it. That that news came came out last week. I just found or, out about the other day. Um, but, yeah, I found out CM Punk was number one. And Sarah Del Rey, finally, she made the list. And she's only the fourth woman in history to make the PWI 500 list. So, yeah. congratulations to both of them. Unfortunately, The Miz was dethroned. I mean, look well, at the drop. Well, it's not unfortunately, but look but at the drop. Top, top ten. Where was Miz? Look at the drop. He goes from number one to where is he? I don't know. He's. I don't even know if. He let's let's be... just let's go through the the list. Oh for man, I'm part. eager. All right. Number two, we have Bobby Roo. Bobby Roo. <laughs> All right. Uh, which personally, I think he's been on top of the game lately in TNA, so he deserves it. Number three, John Cena. He should always. I mean, for the most part, if you're being pushed. Right now, I'm trying to read what... Oh, the name is right up there. I'm trying yeah. to read the actual writing. Or you could just see the picture of John Cena. Yeah, about that guy. And and number four, of course, we have Daniel Bryan. He's been on, on a hot streak. Oh, yeah. He's had a great year breaking in from... Uh, breaking back from, like, NXT and everything. Yeah. Number five is Sheamus. And number six is Jun Akiyama. Not too sure about Jun Akiyama. Um... I guess we'll go YouTube him and check out some of his matches, try to advance I mean, herself. If he's that high on the list, he must be good. Man, one of my fav- personal favorites, Davey Richards is at number seven and Kurt Angle at number eight. Mark Henry, I'm very, very happy Mark Henry's in the top ten. He did so much last oh, year. He won the championship. He, he broke down the barriers of that. He, I don't know. I don't know. He broke down barriers. Yeah. yeah, but he was just walking into them. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he, who is he now? The Kool-Aid man? That's not funny. Oh, my bad. Number 10, we have Al <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Brandon has connections to the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, that's not funny. Number 10, we have Alberto Del Rio. Uh, what do you What do you think about that? Um, I'm all right with it, but I feel like there's so many other wrestlers that deserve to be on that top 10 list. Ahead of Del Rio and even Sheamus. Well, moving past the top 10, I definitely... That was a weird way of saying definitely. I definitely think that some of these names will be higher next year, granted next their year. current storylines. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. Number number 11, we have Hiroyoshi Tenza. Tenzan? Tenzan. Never, yeah, Tenzan. never heard of him. I don't watch Japanese wrestling. I should. Uh, number 12, we got James Storm, who we can see. I don't know. I can I, see him being on a top. Could you see him break a top 10 next year? Maybe not top 10, but maybe move up. Somebody that can be a top 10. Yeah. Next guy, number 13, Austin Aries. Absolutely. Who, somebody we hope is not a top 10 next. Yeah, Randy number Orton, 14, Randy, Randy Orton. Get him off this list. He's done shit for the business. Besides, like, bad business. He's even I literally, mean, he's he's literally he's, done shit for this business. Yeah. He got suspended for shitting in a diva's bag. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Number 15, we have Christian. I think he's he's good on the list. I don't know necessarily 15. 
He's kind um, of been deep pushed. Yeah, I'd, I'd go that he's probably in the 20s. Next year, I can 100% think, I, I'd like to think that Dolph Ziggler, number 16 this year, will be top 10 next year. Um, the next guy, number 17, is The Big Show, which I, I don't know. I guess I could agree with the standings on that. I mean, I mean he, did have been, a, he did have a big uh, past year. He has been all over the place. Eddie Edwards is number, number uh, 18. Well deserved. I mean, I think that's pretty appropriate for him. Number nineteen is kind of surprising to me with L.A. Park, which was formerly La Parka. He's making a name for him. Well, he's continuing to make a name for himself down in uh, AAA. Yeah, in Mexico. And I guess he's the uh, he was the AAA cha- champion over there. Now making the top twenty to finish them off, round them off. Kevin Steen, number twenty. I am very happy about this that he's making number twenty, the Ring of Honor champion, and um, that's a big honor for him. I mean. I don't know if he's been that high before. I'm sure he's been that high. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually have no clue if he's. You trying high. to car- comment on his character, dude? No. Regardless, somebody that we do know has been pretty high. Pretty <laughs> Number twenty-one, Jeff Hardy. That's not funny. <laughs> and I honestly, the way TNA has been, maybe Jeff Hardy could be a little higher next year. Uh, Twenty-two, we have we have Kane. 23, we got Cody Rhodes. 24, we got Takashi Segura. I don't know. Takashi Segura. No, Segupa. Segupa? I don't know. No, that's an R. No, I think that's uh, a no. A lot of these Japanese wrestlers, we, we don't know. Pronounce. Well, we well we, it's we tough to pronounce, know. but yeah. we're, it's also tough to comment on them because we really don't know too much about the Japanese wrestling unless it's in Dragon Gate. It's I think it's pretty safe to say if it's in Dragon Gate USA... We, we have a fair amount of uh, information on it, but outside right. of that, it's tough. Number 25, I am so confused with this one. Really, yeah. really confused with this one, and that being Devon. Do you think it's possible that they meant to put Bully Ray there? It, it possibly could. I mean, Bully, I Ray, mean, Bully Ray comes in at number 30. Yeah, I, I think that may have been a mess up because... Bully Ray has been outstanding compared to Devon. Yeah, he's done so much more in this past year than than what Devon has done. I, th- I wouldn't even put Bully Ray in the top 15 this year. Really? I mean, he, he, dude, compared I mean, to in, what he's, he's been doing. He's in incredible shape I as mean, well. He's in incredible shape, putting on great matches. He's in, involved with great storylines. And look at his promos. Compared to in the past where he was, his promos were good. But he's just taken it to a new level. Um... Number 27, Mr. Anderson, 28 we, we, we AJ did, Styles. We, we skipped one, but... Yeah, we skipped a few. We, we skipped Dr. Wagner Jr. Oh, uh, Dr. Wags? Yeah. That's why I like to call him Dr. Wags. But Anderson, AJ Styles, Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho, and... Bully Ray, number Bully 30. Ray, right. Yeah, 31, we got Kofi Kingston. 32, Roderick Storm. Roderick Storm. Roderick Strong. 33, Jack Swagger. Which is also very surprising, because he's done Jack shit this past year yeah seriously and number 34 el terrible el terrible awesome guy right there now we're know him personally we're not gonna be great guy we're not gonna be able to see these so i don't know if we should keep on going with this list but i don't know if we'll be able to we're not gonna be able to i do see a picture of rvd so he's in the top 38 (laughs) yeah shelton benjamin is 42 uh yeah, that's Sheltie. We're not gonna be able to read them because we're on the few. There's ten side. Ten side. He's surprising. He's in. He's like maybe number forty three. Oh, he's number forty five. Um, and yeah. Number number fifty. Number fifty. I could successfully say is Matt Morgan. Yeah. 
Good eye. Yeah. Oh, the Miz is number forty-nine. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I think Going that's the Miz. No, that has to. That's a. That has to be one that's of the biggest jumps. That has to be one of the biggest drops that they've ever had. That's yeah. to be up there, going from number one to forty-nine. Yeah, but what can you do? I don't know. We're just three fans, right? You all right? Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just so sad. Like, how could they make this list? How do you like the list? It's you, just it's you, very. Do you agree with from what you saw? Do you agree with a good amount of it, or from what I've watched this past year in wrestling, some deserve it, some don't deserve it. I'm not gonna name names. I think some more could have been up there. I mean, there's a lot of Evolve and Dragon Gate wrestlers that could have been up there. I would have liked to see Samurai Del Sol up there. Yeah, but we, we mean, don't know. Maybe he is. He, he could be. He but, could be. We don't but see he's it. Been in the top, uh, in the top thirty-five. I'm hoping next year we'll see more names we know, more names that more are more guys from like uh, Evolve, Dragon Gate, Rick, like Ricochet, AR Fox, Alex Reynolds, yeah, John Silver. A lot of these people Tony make Mace. impacts, and they just they we, we we don't see it because it's not. They're at events that you just don't see televised or whatever. I also, I think, um, The Rock might have, could have been on this list. We're not too sure. I'm No, but not even that. I don't know. But I think The Rock, he did, uh, he did I, nothing, I he did I, nothing. I feel like it would be disrespectful to put him ahead of some of the other wrestlers that... Who ha- show that up go in, week yeah, after go, week. Yeah, exactly. Talking about making an impact, another person making an impact was Evie. She actually won the IPW New Zealand Women's Championship. She's the first ever Women's Championship in IPW New Zealand. So congratulations to Evie. Go follow her at Evie underscore IPW. Unfortunately, our friend, Brother brother T, he lost his, ti- his tag team title match for the tag team championship. <laughs> IPW tag team championship. Unfortunately, Brother T did lose, but we know that he'll get back out there and... Uh, Gotta get, get back, gotta get back on your saddle, kid. Help me find my tail, Pooh Bear. Another promotion that actually had a show this weekend was Shine Wrestling. They pr- they put on Shine 2 on IP Review that took place in Florida. They had Rebby Scott, Jessica Havoc, Rain, Sojo Bolt, Taylor Hendricks, Sassy Steffi, Mercedes Martinez, Jazz. So many women that are trying to make a name in the business that are making a name in the business, and you should definitely go check them out. Well worth it. It's owned, I think it's owned or it's being run, it's founded by Daphne. I'm not too sure. But another promotion that's women wrestling, Blow. Bombshells, Ladies of Wrestling, uh, Tap Out, Pat Buck, Promoters. From Pro Wrestling Syndicate. You have Ashley Massaro at their event. She's hosting it on uh, October 11th. The iPay-Per-View is only 9 bucks. Uh, I believe general admission tickets are $10. It's a Sweet 16 tournament for the Blow Heavyweight, uh, not Heavyweight, Blow Championship. You have Becky Bayless, Brittany Savage. Katie Lee. I mean, I'm, I'm happy Katie Lee's in there. Obviously, yeah. I got a crush on her. Nikki Adams, Ivy Fit. Jillian Hall's in there. Marty Bell. Every You got so many names. We have, Yeah, we have 16 names. We're not going to name them all, but yeah. just check it out. Blow Go check wrestling, it out. Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Uh, what's uh? I guess it's time for David's shameless shameless plugs. plugs. Yeah, shameless plugs. <laughs> shameless plugs. 
Alright, that's right. It's Shameless Plugs time. The best part of this show. Because it's my part of the show. Go follow at MTL Broski. Tag Williams. NCW wrestler. He's actually making his debut coming up. At full blast at the NCW Arena in Canada. Go check them out. NCW.QC.CA the game changer is act, the game changer. Tag Williams will be going against Jack Frost for the number one contender shot, number one contendership for the NCW Intercity Championship. I gotta know how many times I said NCW during that. That's <laughs> a shitload. Wow. Um, also, go check out as we mentioned before early in the show, Shine Wrestling. Seriously, it's some of the some great pro wrestling out there featuring some of the best women in pro wrestling today. Go check them out at Shine Wrestling, and I think it's ShineWrestling.com. Also, go go like on Facebook. We haven't done one of these in a long time, but Facebook.com slash WTFOTW. It's for w, it's WWE slash TNA fans of the world. They're actually looking for a new administrator, something that can help out or take over on one of their other accounts, Old School Meets New School. So go check them out. If you're interested in taking over or helping out with that other one, other Facebook page, go talk to them. Let them know how we sent you. Now it's that time of our show. Podcast. Podcast for... Crisis Match of the Week. Crisis Match of the Week. I'm, uh, I'm going to bring you this match. It was a four-way TLC match between Jeff Hardy. I don't know why me and Dave have the same voice, kind of. Yeah, which isn't really... But it was between Jeff Hardy, The Big Show, Sheamus, and Kevin Nash. And like I said, it was a TLC four-way match. It took place on Sunday night. What was the event? No Way Out? I don't know. The amount... I don't know, but regardless, it was a four-way match on WWE 12, if you didn't know. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, uh, put that in before we mentioned Monday Night Raw Talk. (laughs) So, insert that in your memories. Um, But yeah, no, we played WWE 12, and it was an epic battle. Probably went on for an hour. A lot of the finishers were getting broken up over and over again. Oh, yeah. Everybody was an asshole in that match. Yeah. It's, I was the big show, and it was so tough to hit that KO punch. What is it? The weapons of mass destruction? Yeah. Because it takes so long <laughs> to wind up for the punch where everybody interrupts that. But, yeah, we were playing with my cousin Brad. Go follow him at Brad again. B-R-A-D-D-I-G-A-N. 77189 N1. What is that, his phone number? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so wait, he's calling. Yeah, so that was our match of the week. And I guess now it's time for Brandon's shout-outs. Shout-outs. This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon's shout-outs gonna make you come. And my first shout-out is Brodus Clay's entrance from WWE 13. THQ released a video of it online, and I must say, aside from no entrance gear, it's the best entrance I've ever seen in a WWE video game. You ever seen? He, yeah, he comes out with the Funkadactyls. It is spot on. Brodus Clay, amazing. Second shout out, as my followers on Twitter's on Twitter know, I got free tickets to I, see. Yeah, yeah. I, got, <laughs> I got that Veronica Vaughn. 
<laughs> I got free tickets to see Kelly Clarkson and the Fray for Tuesday night. I must say Kelly Clarkson killed it. Her vocal range and power is phenomenal, and that's why I'm giving her this shout-out. Third shout-out, Tyler Rex takes the last one. He left WWE. Uh, we discussed this earlier. He's going to be with his family. I think it's such an admirable thing. And use my exact word from earlier. Well, I actually have it over here, so S a D. That's probably why I said it then. Yeah, well, that was my shout-outs for this week, and I guess it's time for our... moment of the week and I guess you could say it's brought to you by SummerSlam 2012 during the event they panned over to all the celebrities that had been sitting there and a former WCW champion was sitting there touting off his not really touting touting it off yeah I don't know what word I want to use a word there I don't know the word though showing off his WCW heavyweight championship not Goldberg not DDP David Arquette was at SummerSlam 2012. I marked out ridiculous for it. I don't know if anyone else did. It's just my opinion. Your opinion is allowed. And that was our markout moment of the week. And, of course, we had a caption contest that we yes. didn't discuss. The caption the... this contest that we've been holding weekly, sponsored by BleedingMedia.com and Ring Flash Photography Victoria. Um, that's not part of the name, but it's <laughs> Victoria, but it's I'm telling you, I'll tell you this, this episode will go down in history. Damn right, because you're going to download this and listen to it over and over and over and rate it. This past, uh, caption this contest featured a picture of the Big O and Danny E going flying across the ring from Hotter Than Hell, NYWC, NYWCWrestling.com. And the winner is... At Jordan for the Jordan for Peeps, and their comment was from the referee. The referee says, "Wingardium Leviosa," now, and we thought that was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. Harry I'm assuming Potter that's reference. a Harry Potter reference. I don't never seen Harry Potter, but I thought it was pretty clever and funny. I know Chris, who's not here, we got to would pop over it. Chris would pop over it, large, huge, huge pop. Anyway, we forgot to plug him at the beginning of the show because we've never done this before. Uh, Ring Rope Rebellion. They At made our Ring Rope Rebel. Theme music. Download uh, Vitamin Z. You know, I'll say Ring Rope Riley, Ring Rope Garrick, Half Blood Cajun. Follow all of them. Our, of course, our logo is done by Nick Matocho. At Nick Matocho. Or B-Wing. Formerly known as B-Wing 411. And that's... Uh, Go enter our contest. We're going to keep on going with contests. Keep on entering. I don't know if win. we have any contests. Ah, maybe we do. Yeah, but anyway, thank you so much. This was our episode of Marking Out. The Wolfpack episode. The Wolfpack episode. The Wolfpack players. Wolfpack players. We're just rambling. But you're still listening. You're still listening. You thank you so us. much. You love us. You really love us. Thank you so much. This was an episode of Marking Out. out. Jinx. <laughs> no. And this is where and the episode goes downhill. Shut up. And we <laughs> wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. Oh! Hey.
running like fist Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I thought you were like... <laughs> we're never getting through this. We should just keep on going. Are you kidding me, dude? Stop. We, we gotta put this at the end. All these fuck-ups of us trying to get through the intro. You ready?